This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm to check out the amazing podcast by our friends, including Dirty Rotten Church Kids, Straight White American Jesus, Your Favorite Ants, among many other amazing podcasts that I know you'll love. Now, let's get into it. Hey fam, and welcome to another episode of A Tiny Revolution, a podcast about ordinary folks living revolutionary lives. We are back at it again. I took a little bit of a mental health break last week. Do you know why I did that? Because I needed a mental health break. I um, I kind of realized that what I was doing right after I got off my tour was trying to just jump right back in. Like I didn't just drive my ass around an entire country in my tiny ass car with my dog for 90 days straight. Um, without a break. And I recognized that that took a toll on me. Not only that, but like the set, like what was going on in the world, what is going on in the world, it is hard to deal with. So I've been taking some time to take care of myself. I am somebody who practices what they fucking preach. So y'all, if you tired, go lay your ass down. You need it, I need it, the world needs it. So that's just kind of, that's for free. You can have that, Um, but we're back at it. We're getting into it and I'm just, thrilled to pieces for another podcast that y'all apparently love because you keep listening to it, which is amazing. Um, Before we get into it, I want to let you know that next Monday we are having a kind of a meditation workshop in the Patreon community called Practice Makes Peaceful. Um, I, I, I tell people all the time that the way to actually create a a life that is beautiful and full and wonderful is to practice doing it. And I think the practice actually begins in the mind because the mind is the place where everything happens. The whole drama of our life is played out there and we barely know how to pay attention to it. So if you've been somebody who is ready to do the work, to start getting into your head a little bit in the best way possible, I would encourage you come over to the Patreon community at patreon.com slash the Kevin Garcia. Join us. There's over, um, there's almost 200 people in there and I'm so excited. I want to grow it to over 200 people. I want us to start doing amazing things together, including something that is now back every Saturday, hopefully God willing. Um, it's called Saturday church and Saturday church is an idea that I was inspired by LaVon Briggs, who has been on the podcast before and is one of my friends. She runs this thing called the proverbial experience on Sundays at 11, 11 AM ish Eastern standard time. And it just clicked with me. I'm like, Oh my God, I want to do that. Like I want to create space for, for people. Cause I'm already doing it here. But like, there's a lot of us who like the regular meeting together is like kind of a thing we love. And why not try to create it in a digital space since we can't exactly do it always in a physical space? Whether that is because you live in an area where there's not an affirming and open open faith congregation, 
or just because you're tired of establishment religion and establishment churches and you want something different. So Saturday Church might be your thing. Come, the, the full the full name of it is Saturday Church for all heretics and doubt-filled believers. So if that's you, you're in, you know, come hang out with us. Um, it's gonna be on YouTube, it's going to be on Facebook, it's going to be on Instagram. It's just across all my social media. So please go check that out and I'll see you on Saturday. I think we're gonna do it Saturday at 5 p.m. this time, just to see what happens. I, I have a hunch. I'm, I'm gonna try and follow it just to see what happens. So Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, less than 90 minutes, maybe it'll change your life, I don't know. Anyways, today on the podcast, we are talking with my good friend from the internet, Miss Hannah Moon. Hannah Moon is a personal stylist turned intuitive soul coach like myself. Well, I wasn't a personal stylist, but also a soul coach or, you know, intuitive coach, one of these people who are out here in these post deconstruction streets, trying to help people make sense of what happened to us while also creating magical and delicious lives in the here and now. Uh, she's going to hear, she's going to share um, some of her story as we're talking. So why don't you just get comfortable, get into it and enjoy this conversation with my good internet friend, Miss Hannah Moon. And one more thing, we had this conversation back in November 2020. So if some of the references feel a little dated, that is why, because we had this conversation like right after we got the election results um, when Biden got elected. So frame of reference for you. Okay, enjoy it. Bye. Yeah, that's my little puppy tip. Well, she's not a puppy. She's like a year old. I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn the camera for in a minute. Oh, I still call. Um, I call like all like all dogs. They could be mm-hmm. twenty years old, and I'm like, it's a puppy. <laughs> oh, I call her puppy too. Just not yeah. to her face. Yeah. Oh, just not to her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you can't let her think that. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a cat. You'll probably see her. Yeah. Anyway, she likes to be part of whatever is going on. Good. Also, God, your look right now is killer, and I can't get over it. <laughs> Thank you. I wore my favorite dress and my favorite earrings for you today. (laughs) Oh my God. I should have done more. I I washed my hair last night. Oh, that's awesome. And I brushed my teeth this morning. So. Oh my God. Thank you. Self care. I mean, it's different for literally everyone. Like, Mm -hmm. I've worked with people just about like, how do we like wash our face three times a week? (laughs) Like, do each their own. Um, Mm. But no, it's, it's a, it is so true how we, definitely need to change like our view of like what we give and what we get Mm -hmm. and there's nothing it reminds me of the episode that you did with um the uh dirty rotten church kids where y'all are talking like compliments and how like we were taught like that is you know like we want to give it all you know give the glory to god and how like it in turn it actually turned into just like not even being able to say thank you and i feel so often like that is people in even just like overall in the spiritual space like overall in general Mm. just in our society but also like if you're trying to help people if you're a healer if you're a coach um if you do any kind of energy work um if you do any any kind of healing work i just think it's so hard to like to take someone's money if you know they're hurting and you're like um, like, I know you can't afford it. Don't worry. Like a healer's mm-hmm. work is supposed to be free, which I think like historically it was, but at the same Could time, the community took care yeah. of that person. So they didn't even have I to mean, worry about it. That was the original 
reason that the Jewish people had the tithe to bring a tenth to the storehouse was to make sure that the the priest had enough to eat and his family was taken care of. And so he could go take care of the community. It was cyclical like that. Mm-hmm. And so back in the day when we had witches and healers in all these villages, that's what they did. Like, you know, you came, hey, well, what do you need right now? I need a chicken. Well, I need something to cure my stomach ache. Cool. Yeah. Even exchange. People took care mm-hmm. of each other. And it's like, I don't, it's not that difficult to understand unless like you only believe or if you're under the spell of capitalism. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like, the thing about it is is, like, I fully believe that, you know, you can, there can be, there is enough for everyone. That's just like tax the rich. It's very simple in this day and age, just fucking tax rich. Anyways, let's get off of the topic of the economy for just a minute. Um, Even though we're so excited that we are moving. It just feels like ever since we got the election results, my serotonin levels have been through the roof, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I can't stop talking about it. But what I do want to talk about is you. You are the Hannah Moon on the internet, a spiritual coach, a deconstructionist specialist, and kind of like in the same world as me, kind of just like came from Christendom and just continued to grow. It's, uh, and now here you are. So when you, okay, let's think about it this way. 2021, vaccine, everyone took it. Everyone loved it. Huge hit, big success. The Christians that wouldn't take it into their their holding cell (laughs) for the microchips. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. I got microchipped myself. Um, after we get scanned into the party and they scan us for the mark of the beast and we all clear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, someone, com- someone comes and says, hey, hey, you look real interesting. What's your deal? What do you do? What's your, yeah. How do you introduce yourself to people? That's what oh, that question oh, comes great. down to. Yeah, this is a great question. So I've actually been even working on this myself. So instead of immediately being like, I'm a coach or like, I help people, you know, whatever. I tr- I'm trying now to be like, I. what I do is I help people find purpose without the pressure of performance. And- Come on, Triple P. The, listen, are you know, ever a pastor, a preacher? I, I know when I first made it, I was like, ooh, too many Ps. This sounds like a really good like blog post. Nah, I'm into but, it. I fucking love that yeah. shit. Yeah, but it, I think that that is um, the direction that so many of us are going and realizing like, I'm not trying to just sell like the pot, like what it is, but like the, what that person will gain and the feeling. So yeah, I really want to help people. Um, I personally struggle so much with, with the pressure of performance and like perfection. Mm-hmm. And if I know I can't do something great or if I can't do something perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all. So it's that whole, you know, polarity of like failure and perfection. And it's such a struggle. And there's so many people in our culture that deal with that on a regular basis. And so I really love people are helping people find that purpose or whatever that might be to them and be able to create small actionable steps for them to be able to bring it to fruition, but all in good time. Like we're such like a, I want it now. I want it now. And most of the time my clients don't even realize that the thing they wanted so badly comes to fruition. And it's just over three months, they'll be like, have a whole new issue revolved around getting that thing that they wanted. And it's always so funny being like, you realize like you have that thing that you wanted Mm -hmm. so badly. And you're like, not even taking a moment to celebrate it. You're like on to the next like pain point and they're like oh my god like I didn't even realize it I'm like you were living the dream that you had just three months ago 
right? Yeah, and our culture just won't let us slow down. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much uh, what this year has really done for me. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. like, it's a very, very hard stop. Just like, nope, everything that you thought you were doing and grinding on is just done. I have something else for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, you better preach to the choir a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That was that was the beginning of this year. I was completely set. I'm like, I'm gonna do like six retreats in six different cities <laughs> and partner like and I lit I had like my first uh I had my first retreat planned for Austin, Texas. I was planning a men's retreat with another queer facilitator. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, coronavirus. And <laughs> yeah. it just it came and it it uh it really changed everything. But I think yeah. I was the same way. It's just like uh, I had to slow the fuck down because there was no other choice. And also it's just like, if I'm going to slow the fuck down, I got to learn to be comfortable where I am. Yeah. I got to learn to like, what it like, you know, I feel like our generation of millennials, like we live on the idea that, you know, everything's impermanent for sure. But like, we don't ever, we don't put value in roots, you know? Yeah, I think we're always waiting for like something like this to happen. Like we're always waiting for like the next, you know, recession or like, you know, the next job, whatever that may be, like something to bring us fulfillment. And Mm -hmm. um, it's true. It's kind of like very much like live in the moment, like enjoy the now versus really making those roots, like you said. And Mm -hmm. I mean, last year, like if you like scroll back in my Instagram, like my, I was a wardrobe stylist. And so I helped people find like confidence and kind of build their presence. So whether they're like public speakers or they're just like hot, you know, just badasses trying to help them like step into that power. Um, And then like this year having to like come to terms with the fact that like this dream I had just like dug my claws into and was like, Mm -hmm. this is the dream I always had. So this is what I'm going to do. And it just like, didn't feel aligned last year towards Mm -hmm. the end. And I was just trying to make it work so badly. And then this year it finally came to, I mean, like the first thing that was like done, it was anything in the beauty industry, like all of that gone. Um, And after a while, like having to like let that go, I felt just this like peace. This like piece mm. of like no longer striving for this. I mean, I guess like American dream of like fame and like carving my name into whatever. Mm. Like I don't know what I thought I was doing as a stylist, but mm. I was like, I'm gonna be a famous stylist. I'm gonna be flying around this year. I'm gonna be booked and busy on all of these like larger yeah. shoes. Listen, we all wanted we that was the, the dream, the manifestation, booked and busy 2020. <laughs> We were so ready. We were so ready. And like, I was the same way. Like, it's like, uh, I think it was like really interesting too. Like towards the end of last year, I was really trying to, you know, I think I wanted to like grow at a pace faster than what I was actually prepared to grow. And the universe was like, nah, dude, nothing. So like anything I tried for like a good three months just like fell flat. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I thought I was alive. Yes, and totally. and it's also one of those things where it's something my coach and I work on is like work on surrendering the outcome. It's like, yeah, you've got all these plans, but you know, men, what is this? Like men establish their, their plans, but God establishes their footsteps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's like, you know, whatever. You, and then I have to trust them just like, if God is good and only wants my good, I got to trust that like, 
I don't, I hate saying everything happens for a reason, but just like, I'm just like, but there is something I can learn from this moment if I choose to see it. Not really choose, but just like, if I want to, and I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, of course, like this year has been for, you know, millions of people, one of the worst Mm -hmm. years of their life um, for various reasons. And so without at all um, diminishing, just like the pain that people have felt, whether it's like loss or whatever, this has, I think, been one of the absolute best things that could have ever had for a nation. Um, Trump being in office was he in and of himself. It's so like, it's so interesting that we have an actual virus this year because I felt like he was the virus for our nation. And just like, we've been sweating Mm -hmm. out all of this like toxic bacteria and just like mm-hmm. deep-rooted disease and like ideology and the the hustle that mm-hmm. we have all been like ruined feeding into capitalism and just being like on this hunt and then everybody finally at home is able to be like what is all of this for like what am I doing mm-hmm. and so yeah I've been like having to actually like just like stop and anything that we've been trying to like force to happen we have oh, no yeah. control over and it is true yeah it's like we've just been like no you're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. be pivoting quite a bit this year yeah yeah and that's the thing that I've felt it's like what is in my control to change and if it is in my control to change do I need to do it right now like how pressing is it like right. if it needs to happen right right now I'm out of time but if it can happen and like, if I can take a breath and be like, all right, I'm okay. Like it's going to happen when it's supposed to. It's like my prayer for a lot of stuff has been whatever, like the right thing at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like, you know, if I want to get real specific, I want the perfect thing at the perfect time. Yeah. And so, and it's like, I've just trusted and it sounds so stupid sometimes in my head. It's like, it's like, there's the, my inner cynic is like, oh, you're just going to trust God. You're just going to feel better. And I'm like, you know, well, it hasn't hurt so far. No, please do yeah. not chew on my cords. Let go. Let go. <laughs> that puppy behavior. I'm going to punch you. Not really, but you make me mad sometimes. <laughs> if no, I say it out I, loud, I, it's like a psalm. But anyways. <clears throat> um, yeah, as long as you sing it. It's like, this is great. I love this song, Dad. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I... No, but I, I agree with that. Like the, what do I have to do now? What can't, actually it's, yeah. it's a lot of like, what can I do now? Like if right now I can't be, you know, ducked and messy and like all that, then it's like, okay, then mm-hmm. what, what am I able to do that could potentially provide someone else comfort or relatability? Like a lot of my Instagram where I'm like most active on social media. I'm trying to understand TikTok. I'm just like, not really. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. It's like, and there's so like, you got to add all your captions because it's expected and also be funny. And then also. I am a long winded. I'm a long winded person. Yes. If you ever watch my stories, they are long winded. And I just cannot get a concise point across within 15 or 60 seconds. One that at least I feel like is worthy of sharing. Like, I feel like there's always like not enough meat to it. And so I love to consume it, but on, but, uh, on Instagram, mm. I try to really like process everything. I'm like learning and growing and thinking and, um, you know, like even like my pain or whatever, like I'll post that on my stories. And I always will say like, I have, you know, like this is just my personal experience. So if anybody can relate to this, great. If you don't relate to this, then just like move on. Like 
right. no need to like send anything. And so that's what I think I've focused on the majority of this year is just being a lot more open about like the behind the scenes stuff versus like, like I would get so many messages last year of like, wow, you're like killing it. You're like, oh my God, like I can't wait to like get to where you are. Meanwhile, I'm like shitting my pants from like autoimmune diseases and like yes. so fucking sick. Um, like seriously having like this, it's, it looked amazing to everybody else. Meanwhile, on the behind the scenes, like I was like dying, like my doctors mm -hmm. were like, if we don't get you in a good, like you could die from this. And right. uh, finally, like the gift of, I think, um, quarantine this year was being able to just like slow down so my body could even heal. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people had to deal with that this year. <laughs> that is the dang truth. And I think our bodies are a really good metric of how we're doing and we don't yeah. we don't even realize it we don't even realize that we're not allowing ourselves to listen to our bodies because i gotta go to work today what do you and i'm uh, someone my my therapist said well why i'm like because i gotta make money he's like are you gonna like but also you're tired and there's just like this very very clear thing of just like but you're tired well i know that but no but you're tired like going back to this thing of like if you're tired you should rest and mm -hmm. stop letting this and it really is it is a capitalist mindset of just like i'm only worth what i can produce and i what i've found and i think this is what like scripture you know the bible the sabbath has been trying to teach us this whole time yeah. of just like you begin from rest you have to begin from rest because if you don't begin from rest you will burn out you're yes. you don't have enough fuel you are like the it's like the parable of the ten virgins like you know the moment the bridegroom comes back five of the, five of them ain't ready but and but five of them did they're just like no no, no you got to go get your own it's just like when the moment that the world says now are you gonna have your lamp ready are you gonna have your reserves of energy ready to go when the moment presents itself and if you're not i mean you might get locked out of the party baby and that sucks but yeah. like uh it doesn't mean it's the end we don't ever hear what happens after that story i bet they knew so next time they were they might have been ready you know yeah. And I think, you know, I think we're definitely raised in our culture to like follow instruction and order. And if we are constantly listening to like worldly authorities and just doing as they're told, we're never able and we never have the space to listen to any other messages, like, mm -hmm. and including our body and being able to like understand our body, like what you res, what you said about like sleep, like I'm tired. I don't want to go to work. I, that has resonated so much this year that I finally have been able to give myself the permission. Like if I want to sleep in mm -hmm. because my body wants me to, I'm going to do it. If my body is like, hey, we actually get up at nine every day and you go to bed at like, you you know, you have a different schedule than what other people think. Like if you want to wake mm -hmm. up at 1030, that's okay. Because guess what? Like that's your, that's what you want to do. And mm -hmm. just being able to understand too, like having this time where we're like at a full pause and being able to restructure like what we even abide by and like who we actually mm -hmm. listen to. I think if anything, we've learned this year for sure when it comes to like authoritarian leadership, like mm -hmm. maybe some of them, we could actually be like, you know what? No, that actually, I do not agree with, nor should any of us follow that. Mm -hmm. um, like meditation has become my hello. God. And oh my God, if anybody is listening to this and you're like, mm -hmm. but I never just have gotten into it. Trust a bitch, like just mm -hmm. yes meditating and you will end up having the coolest greatest experiences ever um mm -hmm. 
And that for me, like I have ADHD. I am a like Enneagram three. I am a very like, you know, used to be very like boss babe. Uh -uh -uh. And the idea of meditating just was like, no, that's not for me. It's not doing anything. It's not doing, it's not productive. It's not productive. Yeah. And it's, it's now been able to give me like way more direction Mm -hmm. and the way I want to move my life. And like, come on. But in like, there's so many things that I would have never allowed myself to even explore. Like, hello, tarot. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. The idea of like having this like intimate relationship with using cards to communicate with like my, like my creator or like my, you know, as Mm -hmm. we talked in the DMs, like my heavenly twin. Like I loved that like so Mm -hmm. much. Um, but uh, I would have never allowed myself that space beforehand. And because mm-hmm. of this year, I've been able to give myself permission and be able to actually, I think, build an actual relationship with God, mm-hmm. which before I, I, I've always felt like, you know, God loves me and God's a, a great God and God's there, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But it was always this like, I send my prayers out. Well, God communicates mm-hmm. with you when you meditate. So like, yes. Like have that time in that space. And the mm-hmm. idea now that like my rituals can take like four hours. If you had told me as like an evangelical, like you need to pray and read your Bible for four hours. That's just a chore. Like that was mm-hmm. never something that was like, wow, what an amazing time I'm having right mm-hmm. now. Feeling yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because that's the thing is like, there was no soul in it. It was all form and uh-huh. no function, you know? Exactly. And that's what I think a lot of people get caught up in is like they get caught up in form and thinking it has to look a certain way or thinking that it needs to look like it did before so that someone else is going to think it's legitimate. But the thing about all of these new practices that we're like learning to love and cultivate um, is that, of course, you feel weird about it. You've never done it before. Right. You know, of course, like other people are going to feel weird about it. They've never seen it before. This is literally like, what is it in Habakkuk? Habakkuk? I don't know how to say it. (laughs) Um, But the the prophet is speaking um, and says, the Lord says unto you, um, listen, O Israel, and hear me well, for I'm about to do something in your generation that no one has ever seen before. And all who hear about it, shall have their ears tingle at the sound. Shall have your ears tingle. tingle. And that to me, and that's like, chills. <laughs> yes, it's like God is, I really do think that God is doing something new in this era. And I think it's through like, you know, post evangelicals who are just like, listen, like we know that we touched God somewhere in there. We know that somehow like there was still a grace, if you will, for that space. Yeah. Um, because we wouldn't have stayed that long if, it, if there wasn't. That's what's so interesting right. is like, there is like something there that I don't, I don't know how to, I think it's like we get, we get fooled into thinking that that's the only place where God exists. Like we feel God yes. there and then we, yes. it's like, God's nowhere else. I'm just like, your God, I thought that God was not limited to a temple anymore. Yeah. You know? Or like if, yes, exactly. And it bothers the shit out of me whenever like say someone who's not a Christian, um, I always bring this story up and it's so dumb, but at the same time, it's just like such a perfect representation. I remember mm-hmm. Katy Perry was the, uh, of 
what's that f- super bowl oh my god super bowl what's that, that thing? thing the the ball the game the ball thing the, the men love um but and <laughs> roar. it's like our modern day gladiators but she was the Truly. Uh, she guess. was the performer, yeah, and in and, and the very beginning of it, she was really nervous, and she felt like she couldn't do it, and she was thinking, like, I can't do this, I can't do this, and she said, she prayed, she was like, uh, she heard audibly God say to her, I have you, like, don't worry, I have you, and she said that on, ended up being in an interview, and she was like, God told me, like, he had me, and I just remember there being an explosion of evangelicals being like, it was Satan. Like, you're not a Christian, so it's not God. And me and some of my friends, even though I was at the time, like very evangelical, I still was just like, wait, so I'm confused. You believe that our God is the one true God. Why would that God not communicate to other people? Like, why is it limited by our faith or our religion Mm -hmm. or by like you being right? I mean, so baffling to me. Um, it's just like, I'm just like, how do you think God came to any of us before we before we knew? It's like, was what was the thing that drew you to God in the first place? Was it not some sort of weird experience or some still small voice kind of moment? You know, wasn't a, yeah. it, wasn't it a feeling that you had? And and also just like Paul had Jesus appear to him on the road, and and then Jesus blinded him. Like he was, he was literally not a Christian and he literally was killing Christians and Jesus showed up for him. I mean, come on. If G, like, you know, Jesus, yeah. uh, the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts fell upon all of those Gentiles, you know, all, uh, all the yeah. house of Cornelius. And I'm just like, they didn't, they weren't Christians. They didn't know who Jesus was, but the Holy Ghost showed up anyways. That tells me, listen, even when Jesus was rolling around town, that woman touched the hem of his garment and power left him. That means to me that not even the power of God is limited to the body of Jesus, but someone who needs it, that's where the spirit goes. Oh, amen. I love that. Yes, no, and it's so true. <sighs> Somehow we are, you know, just an abundance of Pharisees running around telling everybody what they can or cannot hear, what they can or cannot believe, what they can or cannot do. Um, the gatekeeping is just astronomical, which yeah. is insane. Cause I mean, that would have been a pretty great opportunity for Christians to act like Christians and been like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Since they care nothing but making new Christians. <laughs> like that is- that's the thing. You're just like, if I was there, I'm just like, listen, if Katie, per- like if Katie Perry was, got- you want to come back up again, girl? Yeah. Like, I remember being like, why not let her do our job for us? Like if she said that mm-hmm. and we were like to support that as mm. evangelicals what we want nothing more is to like praise god's name or i are we upset just because someone that doesn't you know like sacrifice themselves or want to be a martyr every single day for the lord means that like mm. we're upset was it was that it like were we jealous that you know she audibly Ooh. heard god like that's what it sounds more like like why would god talk to you and not to me and then the Yo. more like I feel like that's what so much of it is because now I've had so many new friends that are ex-evangelicals and they still might be followers of Jesus. Just like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like Mm -hmm. we're so obsessed with labels, like as we've discussed before that I'm like, I don't really feel like a Christian because I don't follow, I don't fit into the construct of like what we have been raised with and like bad theology, but like I 100% want to model my life after Christ. Um, And come on. Yeah. And it's just like, now a lot of people are like, you know, I used to get so upset that like, I never heard God speak to me. 
And I was trying mm-hmm. so hard to be such a good Christian. And like yeah. I did all the church things. I was camp counselor. I was a peer counselor. I like, you know, did every single course my, you know, church provided. And I never audibly heard God, but like Katy Perry heard God. <laughs> so I feel like that's what it is. It's like yeah. people get mad at other people. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It was a uh, course in miracles tells us that a miracle will appear to us in the form that we need it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for Katy Perry in that moment, you know, she needed an audible voice of God. And so for other people, the miracle might come in the form of a queer person saying, Hey, I love Jesus also. And like, you don't have to hate queer people. That's the, like, God is talking to you all the fucking time and you are not listening. You know yes. what God is saying right now? God is saying black lives matter. You know what God is saying right now is just saying equality for everybody. You know what you know what God is saying is uh, vote them out. You know. Yeah. That's like if you want to hear the voice of God, listen to the people who are hurting the most. Oof! Wow. I'm a. I had a really really dope ass meditation this morning where I was literally I came off of it buzzing and I've never, not never, but just it's very it's more uncommon for me. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just kind of on a roll. I want to like shift, I want to shift ever so slightly just to like really hone in on your stuff. Um, And so like when you are working with people, like what do you, like who's your ideal client? Who's the person who's coming to you, working with you? So that is something that I had to really work on over the last few years. It's like, we have that like ICA, the ideal client avatar and- Mm -hmm. The avatar niche. Yeah. And like, give her a name and like, what is she, you know, what kind of Starbucks does she drink and all that kind of stuff. And you're like trying to spell it. And I legitimately could not do that. And so I ended up coming down to uh, removing any kind of like demographic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, anything associated with like gender or with where, you know, where they eat, shop, all that kind of stuff. And it really boiled down to like, it could be someone that's in a C-suite office. It could be you know, someone going into college and there's still Mm. just that innate desire for more. Right. And I just think that, um, you know, obviously like the word light worker uh, so like is very much tied into who I think this person is. It's just that word is still not reaching like a group of people that are not quite in our group of people. Like, I feel like if we say light worker, we're all like, oh yeah, light worker. But who I was before I got here, that word would have probably like made me feel sounds like, like a yeah it's like it's cool. like uh there was someone who told me like my first experience with anything like non-christian or outside of the christian spectrum was someone who wanted to do an ear energy healing session with me and i'm like i don't that sounds like a bunch of bullshit like what yes and that's literally because like we're raised to think it's all bullshit we're raised all to bullshit. think that there's nothing yeah. as as much as we believe in like a god of mysteries and like you know a god who created the whole universe we really don't believe that god communicates or connects with us or like we can actually experience God, at least from the evangelical perspective. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, we get out here in the wild and like, you know, the miraculous starts happening all the time. All Um, the time. But yeah, yeah I think no, that- and I just, I think there's a lot of people that, that do feel that need to have permission to finally explore that part of themselves without feeling like they're um, wrong and weird and, uh, you know, potentially like suffering with like anxiety and depression and not knowing where that's stemming from and understanding like it's actually not just yours, it's ours. Like we are all like yes. feeling this current of anxiety and depression and sadness because like we're all hurting so much for what could be. We just, and like those, and I just remember that feeling of like, 
I know there's something more and I know there's Mm -hmm. something better and I know it's possible, but I feel so alone and isolated in this. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how to talk to anybody about this. And, um, like, yeah, same as you. I mean, I went to this, uh, like holistic health panel and all of the ladies on it were, you know, one, one person was talking about like Ayurveda and another one was talking about like moon cycles mm-hmm. and my last name is moon. And I raised, I like raised my hand and I was like, okay, even though my last name's moon, I am as far away from like the like woo-woo, like lunar, mm-hmm. like where do I even start? And they were all staring at me and they were like, you'll start when you start, like something will mm-hmm. grab you. And I just remember being there so we annoyed. Go. <laughs> so annoyed because I was like I just mm-hmm. wanted someone to be like this is where you start mm-hmm. yes full circle like literally a year later I get people writing me but like but where do I start and I'm like mm-hmm. what is like what's pulling on your soul and they're like mm-hmm. <laughs> staring at me like yeah what are you talking about and I'm like you're just gonna have to spend time in mm-hmm. quiet like really quiet yeah. and that's for me how I got pulled into to tarot was that mm-hmm. This like scary but exciting feeling of like this is something that is gonna be and I'm very I mean I am very visual and pictorial anyway. So I feel like for me cards really resonated because I was able to like the the pictures themselves really spoke to me. But um yeah, I just feel like that's who I really want to work with is people that might be doing things the way that they should. Very check the box, very um, could mm-hmm. be type A and just don't want to live their life that way and feel like right. uh, most most all the people I work with, even though they're all quite different in personality and um, where they're located and what they do, they all have that same pull and that tug. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I want to learn to listen to yes. my intuition. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yes, like that is the best way because then you also start feeling so much security and like strength in your decision making. Um, Come on. And that's literally it. It's like, uh, uh, it's the same thing on my end. It's like, it's the people who know that there's more and like kind of just like need a starting position Mm -hmm. or like it just like for like some sort, it's like a, A, a permission slip, B, um, a starting point. And literally it's just like, just try something. Yes, try anything go for it try like get the headspace app and sit there for 10 minutes and see what happens yeah. and that's what like this whole thing is like it's a bunch of spiritual experiments um because you got to figure out like you know and also you got to realize that feeling good like i was talking to one of my clients one time and i was telling her she's like did you do you mean to tell me that this whole thing is just about me feeling good and just me being happy with god i'm like <laughs> that's exactly what i'm telling you that's like, yes, exactly that's actually yeah that's actually I said, can, it. I said you did it you did it you arrived you got it i said and they're like yeah and they just say it's just like no way they can't i'm like it is that simple it is it can be that simple it's just change your mind repent if you will and yes and i love like even learning about like the word in and of itself repent and like how we've been taught what it means versus how it actually mm-hmm. just means like basically doing an about face Ch- turning around yeah. changing your mind changing your mind and versus just this like, you know, consistent, like, oh, I'm horrible. I'm innately a sinner. I'm just this bad person. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me and just do the whole thing all over again. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like the the way that we were taught. And I mean, even like what we're talking about right now and just like trying out new things, 
and like wanting to like feel good and aligned with I, like mm-hmm. one of my values is being aligned with the divine. So it's just like whatever that might be at the moment. Um, that's what I felt like salvation should have always been versus this just like free ticket to heaven and then just like free for all, like be a total shithead and don't care about people. Yes. No, like that's what it, this wasn't about. And, and it's just like so infuriating that when it was like watered down so, so much that like, yo. Like the mysticism of the Bible, yo. Like it's just like, mm-hmm. how did people just like write out all of this? How is it that is that is really the thing that blows my biscuits up? It's like you mean to tell me like it it was all this beautiful, delightful mystery, and then these assholes over here just like said, let's abuse power, <laughs> and then let's take the mystery out of it, and then like let's just make a business out of it. It literally wasn't a Christian enterprise. It was a business. It was like the first Amazon of its time. Except it was the fir- it was the first, and also like they made it a state religion. And like that's the that's the moment you know, like if anything, if there's any state religion, problems, problems, major problems for know, everyone. Like, Ugh. Yeah, and, and and just like how did we not get out of you know, like 9 million people were killed in the name of witchcraft. And it's like people fled Europe, came to America. And why were they like, let's do that again here. Like you would have thought they would have been like, wow, that was crazy watching these people abuse their power and use the Bible to like just murder everybody left and right. Let's yeah. do it again. Like that sounds great. Like let's just bring that on over to America. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, mm. I feel like we need to do a whole nother podcast and just like, oh my gosh, you know what I need to do? So I have like my other idea for like, eventually when I have uh, someone to help produce my content, I want to do like a live show called um, Thoughts and Prayers, Mm -hmm. um, where just me and my friends get on there and, uh, you know, I want to talk, I kind of want to like unpack like Christian subculture, like what's happening, why it's happening, why it's hard to break free from it. And then also kind of just like, if like Samantha B paid attention more to evangelical subculture, kind of made yeah. fun of it a little. I think that would be awesome. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Because also it's just like, what is it? They say like satire is an incredible weapon against an empire. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's so. and it's and I'm watching that even on. Um, I did see a video on TikTok where this mom's handle is like pro-choice mama and she does this whole video on how she um like shows her child to everyone and says he's gay and she's like yeah my baby's gay and it's a whole satire on this like weird obsession we have with like identifying children's Mm. sexuality and like saying things like oh he's going to be a heartbreaker with all these women blah 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 and nobody understood that it was this satire and there's mm-hmm. so many and it was just so funny people like just run face first into the point and they don't understand it so many people duetted her and they were like that's disgusting to sexually identify your child like what if they want to come out straight when they're 18 and they feel like they can't because they'll disappoint you and you're just like how do you not and you're like it is like we're, we're sitting there you know what i know exactly what you're talking about and yeah, it's, uh, it's it is like, so you're right that would be terrible thanks for changing their mind <laughs> yeah it's so it's so crazy it's like uh there's um i think like the one thing i've been talking to a lot of people about like it's like really like people ask like why do 
why did we hold on for so long to those past beliefs? Why is it so hard to shake them? And I think there is like, um, as I've talked to people, just there really is like this still the sphere of hell, the sphere of like a God who's angry, who could punish us or not could, but wants to punish us and mm-hmm. does punish us. Um, and I think like by removing the possibility of hell from our mind, like we're able to, I don't know, I'm a lot more at peace when I'm not worried that God's going to like smite me for masturbating, you know? Oh my gosh. Like my, you know, when you're not worried about the second coming, you know what I'm saying? I realized it and I was like, wow, you know, you know, I might have experienced abandonment like earlier in life, but I was so afraid of being abandoned as a child. And I realized, I think we all have abandonment issues because of the dadgum rapture, because we're all like waiting for the day that we're either going to be taken or we're going to be left behind. And we're like mm-hmm. in fear of proving ourselves to be worthy of loving mm. and to keep. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, is that why so many people struggle with like worthy? and relationships and being mm-hmm. a good employee or a good boss or a good daughter son, whatever and it's just like is this all stemming from our fear of being left behind and being mm-hmm. like in the apocalypse and and it's it's the reason that we act outside of our integrity all the time it's because we are unsure it's like i'm not getting whatever i need here from this thing so i have to go get it somewhere else and so like all like the things that we do in our lives that we dislike about ourselves or we dislike our actions it's literally just a a need trying to get itself met there's something in Mm -hmm. us that needs something it's why you know it's why people do it's why people like do hard drugs it's why people you know put themselves into relationships like time after time it's why etc 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 um and all i have to say is if we can really Oh my gosh, you are such a big baby. This doggy. <laughs> so she's like, sweet. I want not so sweet. If we can um I think get I think that's like the next move of the spirit, if you will, mm-hmm. is like just getting people past this fear that God's mad at you into like this idea that's like, yeah. oh my gosh, like life is wondrous. Like the sun is out today and the sun is also billions of miles away and yet warms my skin. What do you mean? Also it's light. It's, it's creating light and lights either a wave or a particle and it's creating warmth on my body, even though it's 40 degrees. Like there's so many, I guess I get, I think about biology and I just get wowed. And for me, like that is what I hope the next iteration of whatever spirit's doing does is like, I want to restore wonder to spirituality. Yes. I love that. That's so beautiful because it's so true. I think so many people are against exploring outside of what they've known because whenever you have that thought, I think that is so much more expansive than something they've ever been allowed to think. And it's scary. Like when you think about that, you're like, wow, like, like, the fact that we can feel the sun and it is, you know, millions of miles away and that there is energy moving in and around us. And if that is true, then what else is true? And if, you know, what else is true, like that, you know, it's not in the Bible. And it's like, oh my gosh, guys, like you got to be able to let some of that go. (laughs) Yeah. Cause here's the deal. There's a whole lot of shit that's not in the Bible. You know, it's not in the Bible, Twitter, you know, it's not in the Bible, your, your phone, you know, it's not in the Bible, capitalism. 
You know, it's not in the Bible. Uh, I don't know your car. Yeah, She's like I mean, any mm-hmm. dogs being your pet. I'm pretty sure dogs were unclean, or some, at some point they were gross. And depending on the culture in the world, they still are. So, yeah, they're all that still to say, sacrificed in India. So it's like, so it's like, listen, like we've been just because it ain't in the Bible doesn't mean it ain't biblical. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And like the w- the way that we're able to progress in ways that, you know, are accommodating, make our lives easier, but we're not allowed to progress our, our way of thinking. And, you know, mm. throughout history, many religions have had reforms. Many religions have been like, oh, actually this isn't working for us. We're going to pivot. We're going to move this way. And I just mm. feel like so much of American, modern, westernized mm. Christianity is just like not wanting to mm. make room for growth. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's just like, you can, if anything, like, like the Old Testament, in the, and the Hebrew Bible shows us is like, what does it look like to practice and reform? Like, you know, practice, yeah. critique, reform, practice, critique, reform. And it's like, is it working? Is it doing the most good for the most people? And that's always where Jesus, or excuse me, you know, Yahweh was trying to move the people of Israel. Be the light on the hill. Don't become warmongers. Don't do child sacrifices. Don't do these things that dishonor your body, you know? God was trying to move humanity in that direction. Pero like, we just, you know, got stuck. We got stuck on the form. Because like, we, you know, people love form and it makes sense. It gives us a sense of safety. But, you know, you know, any form is not God, you know. Which, yeah. And that's why I've been researching so much of like the Gnostic early Christian church, like Mm -hmm. more mystical church. And I'm just like, wow, if only they hadn't been eradicated. (laughs) Yeah. Only Yo, like check out, um, if I can, uh, my suggestion, pick up the, the, a new New Testament by Hal Talsig. Uh, it's got a bunch of the, the early stuff that was kept out of the canon include like there's one poem in there called thunder perfect mind. And it's, mm-hmm. it says like, I am the whore and the holy woman is the first line. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to get that immediately. And also you can Google Thunder Perfect Mind and just read it on the internet. But yeah, um, what I like that. about Hal's book is he gives historical context and also like application. Like, what are the themes here? What can we learn? You know, how does this play with the rest of the gospels and the rest of the Bible? It's really wonderful, mm-hmm. well-researched. Oh, I love um, that. It's so wonderful. Um, before we hang up, because I have to get ready to go for it, because I got a call in a little bit. Uh, un client. It's like, it's like today is like Wednesdays are my, my busy day. So I'm like back to back to back, but it's okay. Uh, tell humans on the internet where they can find you, your work, uh, and connect with you, all that good shit. Yeah. So you guys can find me on Instagram at the Hannah Moon. Um, I actually removed completely my website just because I'm trying to like remove a lot of those barriers. Mm-hmm. So you can also find me on Patreon at the Hannah Moon as well. Um, and you can email me, still my old style email. It's a info at styledbyhannamoon.com. Um, so yeah, I would love for anyone to message me if you just need also, you know, some relatability, a friend, or if you would like to work with someone that'll help you build your intuition. Mm. I feel like in like intuition and Holy Spirit, I feel like are so synonymous. So if anybody's struggling you know, with that, I'm just like, you call your Holy Spirit then. That's totally fine. Like if yeah. intuition is much. Yeah, I always, I'm it's like, I was telling somebody, my favorite thing is just like, you know that voice that you hear in your mind that tells you what to do? Like that gives you all like, you know, the good advice, the one that assures you that you're loved no matter what. 
I said, I think anytime that you give yourself kindness and love, I think that's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yes, I I agree. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, so you can choose to listen to it or not. Either believe what the Holy Spirit says or not. But Holy Spirit's just gonna keep saying the same thing. So up to you. Anyways, Hannah Moon, what a friend, what a lovely human you are. I could talk to you all day long. We have to do we this should. even just for fun. <laughs> just yeah, for let's. Uh, yeah, we'll get a next time. We'll we'll split some drinks and like dream about the future. Yeah. You're beautiful and wonderful. I'm thrilled that I got to be with you. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was such a delight to to start my day with. God, what a treat, what a dream. That was my conversation with Hannah Moon. If you want to connect with Hannah, you can go over to her Instagram, which is at the Hannah Moon. Not saying it's a trend, but we are, we're the ones. We're out here in these streets. Um, And like she said, if you want to learn about what she does as an intuitive soul coach, reach out to her, set up a call. It's free. Um, Same thing with me. If you're ever interested in working with me as a coach, what I do is I help people establish spiritual practices that help change their entire life. I love doing it. I love people. I love helping get people to like the joyful part of spirituality. You know how me and Hannah on this conversation, we're just like, we're having fun again. And I think that is uh, something that we all need a lot of. So if you're interested, if you want to know more about either one of us, go check out Hannah's stuff. Again, it's at the Hannah Moon and her Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash the Hannah Moon, right? Cool. Um, that's all. So let's run some credits and announcements before we get out of here. If you are a member of my Patreon community, I love you. You're the one who's making this shit possible. And um, I just want to say like my favorite thing about our Patreon community is the Discord. We've got um, a pet channel that we just constantly post pictures of our pets. Um, We'll post like selfies on the main just like to catch up with anyone. Um, It's just like the cutest effing thing all over the place. And I hope that you come over and fucking join us because you know why we deserve to see you. Um, There's over, there's close to 180 people on on the Discord server, there's um, oh, almost 200 people on Patreon. Like, we're super engaged and, like, we're just getting better all the time. I fucking love it. I want you to be there. Okay, patreon.com slash the Kevin Garcia. If you like this show, you want to make this possible, you want to support more content by deconstructing people, by queer people, by queer people of faith, then, yeah, put your money where your mouth is. It's just 11 to 33 bucks a month and you get access to meditation library, essays that I write specifically for the Patreon community, monthly workshops, hangouts with people, um, Q&As with celeb friends of mine that maybe I might be bringing in in the future. I don't know. Um, Cause I'm actually thinking about like, you know, what would be like for like, for the for the community, what would be a cool like extra podcast that you would actually listen to? Like, um, that would be just for patrons. What would be helpful? So if you're a patron out there, go tell me on Patreon what would be helpful. And if you want to become a part of that and you want to help shape that, get in there. Also, everyone in the Patreon community is able uh, is going to be participating in Saturday Church. So if you want to like, I don't know, read a poem, sing a song that feels good to you, 
um, engage in leading some prayers of the people. I mean, this might be a cool time to dip your toes back into like maybe some spiritual religious waters, babe. I don't know, just an idea. Um, but that's it for me. Um, I love you. I can't wait to see you around soon. Um, as per usual, please go get vaccinated if you haven't already and encourage your family to do the same. Take care of yourselves, wear your mask, take your meds, call your person, shake your ass a little bit, eat something delicious, spend some time resting. Um, if I can tell you anything that I've learned from myself is that compassion for my body and all that it's going through, even when it's like, oh, I shouldn't feel tired. Well, bitch, you are tired. Go fucking lay your ass down. You deserve to rest and to feel good, okay? All right, deep breath, everyone. Uh, wasn't that nice? Okay, I love you. I will see you out on the internet somewhere. This has been another episode of A Tiny Revolution. I'm Kevin Garcia, and I'll see you next time, babe. Bye. And as soon as I say that, every single time my fucking dog comes in your womb. Hi, baby. Oh, hi.